Once again, we are gathered here today to get our fill of skitscattage. I am the scriptkeeper, Zach Flannery, and this is Steve. I'm not proud of it. All right. Well, we have our first ever Scatcast triple feature today. And it promises to be... What? What are you looking at me for? I thought you were going to say dumb. Oh, they already know it's dumb, but I guess they tune in for that. All right. Well, three hefty skit scats for you today, my friends. Scatcast 21, motherfucking cool. This is the only place in the world to find skitscats. Yeah, because they're dumb. There it is. Don't pressure my art. Right. Well, hello to you, Scooper Troopers. Hello to the inside scoopers, to the scat cats and the littermates. My growing army of bosses. Ugh. We march ever closer to the very expensive endeavor that is cartoons. You're a dumbass for trying. Quiet, thinly veiled illustration of my father's voice in my head. The whole family thinks you're dumb. Yeah, well, I've got three dumb skitscats for you today, my friends. Let's do a little table of contents. Yeah, I hope you feel bad. Oh, I do, Steve. But if I acted the way I feel all the time, well, prison doesn't sound nice. Okay. So leading off the show this week, we're going to start off with Liam the Monster. Hunter. Right into fantasy dumb. Then we continue the adventures of Gunnar Halifax. Space dumb. And then the Scat Cast cast has. <laughs> cast cast. The cast of Scat Cast. We have this problem on the Inside Scooper, our Patreon only show. It's a cast cast. We have our inside the cast meetings there. Inside the Scat Cast cast meeting, cast cast fuck. It's multi level dumb. Whatever. The voices in my head came together for a special presentation of our Scat Cast nurse fairy rhymes. Yeah, lowbrow, childish, gratuitous mm. dumb. Right. And we did the Velveteen Rabbit this time. Oh, sacrilege. You know, I never heard the story as a kid, so I don't know if I'm shitting on something sacred or what, but. But, uh, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. Well, we certainly added a bunch of curse words to the story, so I hope you enjoy yeah, it. I find your efforts juvenile and sophomoric at best. Oh, yeah, well, maybe this interlude will change. Oh, fuck. I'm skating, I'm scatting, I'm shitting, I'm shedding. I made all these rhymes and I'm making the loose happen new. Interlude. I'll make this goddamn interlude for you, Stephen. Yes, I did. I'm skating, I'm scatting, I'm shitting, I'm shedding. I made all these rhymes and I'm making the loose happen new. I made this goddamn interlude for you. Yeah, I've heard that one a bunch of times. That's fair. I'll make you some new ones that you won't like soon. Yeah, that sounds intelligent. All right. Well, we've scatcast fucking goad. Right. We've table of contented. Yes. And we've had our interludinal. Sure. Well, it's probably time to whip a skitscat out. Okay. This week on Liam the Monster Hunter, we're still in the southeast area of our map blanket. Scatcast.com. Thank you, Steve. So. Those of you checking it out, it's right by Mount Danger across from uh, Weentown. Childish and gratuitous. We call this episode The Nightmares of the Nightmares. I'm going to go have a smoke. Liam the Monster Hunter. Well, look at you. Found your way back to Liam the Monster Hunter, eh? You couldn't find better entertainment in this sea of entertainment the world has regurgitated for all of us? Oh. Well, shit, I'm here too. We might as well enjoy. This episode is called The Nightmares of the Nightmares. I'm sure it'll be terrible. Enjoy yourselves, cunts. And another thing about your boobs, Velveeta. If you don't mind, I've given them names. And with names, kind of some backstories. I call your rat boob lefty since that's the way I look at it. He's more worldly and outgoing since he's the bigger brother of the two. Can you keep your dumb fuckedness down, please? Yeah, we're trying to play a game of Fubbly Wonkle. Yeah, I've never really understood that game. Yeah, a wizard's game, so I doubt you'll get it. Right, well, fuck you too. Dearest Velveeta, the king of Rue has sent us into the giant lands, and we're camping out. I can see the peak of Mount Danger poking out over the forest trees, and it, you know, reminds me of your delectable decup Denali's. Denali? What are you talking about? McKinley's? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about mountains. All right, well, we live in Marnia, right? Shut up, wizard. I'm wooing Velveeta. Oh, I seriously doubt that. Hey, wait. Yeah, Bingnar, father. God damn it, I was too busy listening to this idiot inspire his girlfriend to cheat on him. Wait, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter. I tell you every goddamn 
damn week. Yes. Fuck. Bing, nar. Bing, nar. You owe me 60 crowns, God father. And no, I will not take a personal check. Your kid's got your number, wizard. Kiss my ass. Hey, Liam. Yeah, Dick, what is it? Well, I don't recognize a lot of the asshole smells in the air. Is there something coming this way? Well, I think they're actually here. Oh. Uh, I think it's ghost asshole again. Oh, God damn it. So this wood is haunted? Well, all the woods are haunted. Yeah, pretty much every square inch of Marnia is haunted. Right, well, what is it you think no, you smell? I don't recognize what it is, but it's nefarious. It's a nefarious right. asshole. Now, don't worry about it. If it's something ghostly, I can handle it. Yeah, that puts me at ease 0%, wizard. No, I got a new wand. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, shit vomit sprinkler horse over here. You know, I said I was sorry about that. Well, not enough for me to trust you. Hey, Barfield's back. <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> oh, wow. What do you mean you just went ahead and killed all the giants we were supposed to kill together? <laughs> God damn it, Barfield. How am I supposed to become a slayer if you slay all the things I'm supposed to slay? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You don't really like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's still pretty impressive. You killed how many giants? <laughs> Holy shit, wow. Barfield. Are there any giants left? <laughs> Goddamn wizard, what did you do to this pigeon? I think I made him the ultimate killing machine. Well, holy shit, biscuits in a honey bucket. I don't know what any of that is. I was trying to say something kind of like, holy shit. It was kind of like, holy shit. Right. Terrible. Yeah, I'm probably. And the night becomes later in the night. It becomes more night. It's nighter. I'm drunk. Hey, where have the hobbits been anyway? Yeah, they stayed back in the kingdom of Rue. Really? Yeah, I think they found a god they like. That doesn't sound like them. Now, they quit the band and joined the church group. They quit your band? Yeah, we were doing really good, too. We almost had a gig. Right. Are you going to translate that for me? Yeah, the hobbits joined a cult. Oh, shit. Should we go save them? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they quit the band, so... Right, that's true. Yeah, they were the only ones that knew how to cook. All right, at some point, let's rescue our hobbits. But in the meantime, do you guys feel like collecting hay? Yeah. I feel like finding and collecting hay. Yeah. I do feel like collecting hay. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Hay. To sleep on? We already have bedrolls. No, we need lots of hay. Hey, you can never have too much hay. Say, Dick the horse knows. We already have lots of food for Dick. Ah, Dick food. We must get more hay. Yeah, let's also build stables. Yeah, yeah, let's do that stuff. What are we doing? Yeah, what just happened here? I need to build and gather things that horses would like mm. very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all great. By the way, those nefarious assholes, right on top of us. Smell I mean, they're here. I don't have time for that right now, Dick. I need to find hay. Oh, don't let me stop you. Holy shit. After collecting hay and building shit for horses for some reason, they finally went to sleep. And they dream. Wizard, we're home. It's Shirington, Shireville. Yeah, it's your home. I'm not from here. Right, right. Velveeta, I can see Velveeta. Yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with your mom. Right, well, you tell her I said hi. Oh, I'm gonna tell her real good. Yeah, don't tell her anything, maybe. No, no, run to Velveeta. Mama. Your mother will be fine. Right, Velveeta, Velveeta. Go to her. Oh, shit, what's going on now? Go to her. God damn it, wizard. Did she drug our dinner? Me. me. God damn it, wizard. <laughs> oh, Velveeta, Velveeta. That's the door to her room. Velveeta, my love, I'm home. Home. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, what, what are you doing, Velveeta? Is that Sir Huge and Cockin of Dongville? Damn it. Velveeta. 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 Wait a minute. Is that you, Barfield? Barfield. Barfield. Yes. Of Yes. Who is it? I am the goddess of horses. Can you take that echo off your voice? Because it's hard to understand you with it on. No. No echo. I sound like a dude. What is this? Some kind of nightmare? I just saw my girlfriend getting three some bad guy with a baseball bat for a cock and a pigeon who also happens to be my best friend. I thought you might like something like that. that. Yeah, no, yeah. that was terrible. I hate that. Oops. Oops. I can I give you a different, different life. life. What do you mean? You, you can be with Velveeta now. But she was with that other guy. She was with Barfield. She should be with you forever. What must I do, horse goddess? Bring me Lots of hay. Just lots of hay, okay. And sugar cubes and carrots. Sugar cubes and carrots. Got it. I have no idea what's going on in this episode. Some sort of shark jumping moment for sure. It's even more nighter.
Liam, you asshole, wake up. Velveeta. Ow, Garfield, goddammit, why'd you bite me? Whatever you, Velveeta Stealer, get off me. I gotta go find some carrots and sugar cubes. Oh, hell yeah. They're not for you, dick. Oh, I know. I'm on board with all the things going on. What the hell is going on? I kind of want to find hay, but I kind of don't want to find hay. Here, all of you drink this. What is it? You guys have all been put under the spell of the nightmares. The nightmare? We had nightmares, yeah. Yeah, you guys were all fucking my girlfriend. I'll say that's a nightmare. You guys are experiencing the nightmares of the nightmare. All right, now I seriously have no idea what you're talking about, whatever your name is. It's Albus. Go fuck yourself, and we're dealing with a nightmare. I know we're dealing with the nightmares. I'm trying to fucking tell you that. You guys were all fucking my girlfriend, especially you, Barfield. And now I gotta go find some hay. Just drink this, you idiot. That's terrible. Oh, goddamn. Oh, shit. We're dealing with a nightmare, aren't we? Yes. Why do you guys keep saying that? Of course we are. It's a demon horse that dishes out nightmares. It controls your mind. That's why you want to get horse shit. That's why there's horse things everywhere. Which I've enjoyed. Thank you. Yeah, but a nightmare can only infiltrate the minds of the weak-minded. Listen here, ambidextrous. I'll kick your ass if you say some shit like that again. It's true. You shouldn't feel bad. Weak-minded means, like, not wizards. But my father here, he kind of wanted to get hay. I kind of wanted to get hay. You probably wanted to get hay real bad, but you fought it back. Not one time did I want to get hay, father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some of that potion. All right, well, my urge to do equestrian-type things has subsided. What the fuck's going on? Oh, the nightmare's so beautiful, Liam. You should see her. She's the nefarious asshole, but her tail, it's so perfect. It's the most You've beautiful. Seen it? She was in my dreams, Liam. Oh, that's right. She was in my dreams, too. The most beautiful horse. The goddess of horses. All right, I get the mare part where it's female horse. Got it. Uh-huh. The knight part, is that like magic evil? Because that's just knight. I don't get well, that. it's a black horse that gives you nightmares. It's a nightmare. I don't well, know. Well, at least it's not dragons or orcs again. That is true. It's kind of out of left field. Well, we are on giant lands. Yeah. Although you killed all the giants, Barfield. <laughs> all right, you probably killed all the giants. <laughs> all right, that's fucked up. Also, never, ever talk to Velveeta, ever. And thirdly, how the hell do we deal with these nightmares? Well, well now you've drank in this potion, it shouldn't be able to infiltrate your mind for at least 12 hours. 12 hours? I thought it was 6 hours. Yeah, but I'm actually good at potions and you're not. What the hell are you talking about? I'm thousands of years old and you're only half a wizard. That's my father, the bigot. God yeah. damn it. We should still probably get out of here, yeah, though. I don't know about you, but I do not want to get on a boat in the Bay of Ween at this hour. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is prime flying ween shark feeding time, so we're just going to have to try and tough it out tonight. No, I got to go get some hay, guys. Will you guys help me find some hay and some carrots? Yeah, you should probably give Dick some of that potion. Yeah, I really don't know how it's going to work with the chemistry of a horse. Yeah, just give it to him and find out. Well, that's why you had your wizard license suspended in the first place. Yeah, not really. Yikes. Well, let's restrain Dick so he doesn't hurt himself. Whoa, whoa, I got hay to collect for the finest tail in the land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the rope. Right. Our douches leave the giant land by crossing the Bay of Wind to the pirate city near the Dragon Piss River. Here's Velveeta. I know it was just a dream that I had, but I implore you not to fuck these guys with long penis references in their names. Yeah, you need to calm down there, Liam. Shut up, whirling bigger staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dearest boobist, I've never had my mind controlled in such a way that the nightmare did with its nightmares. Yeah, you should try going to wizard graduate school with their warlock agenda. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, we all get mind fucked all the time. Right, right. Well, I've never had such vivid dreams of, you know, my girlfriend getting fucked by a guy with a baseball bat for a cup. Yeah, and Barfield. And my mentor, the Slayer Pigeon. Uh, just so you guys know, I had a great time. Right, I guess the experience for a horse is a whole different experience. Because, oh, you yeah. know, we're people and we don't give a shit what horses think and want. But I guess he was real into yeah, it. Yeah, it was great. I can't wait to go back. I'm booking a spa treatment for next month. Just pull the wagon, will you? You're just mad that my goddess thought you might enjoy watching your girlfriend get fucked by your best friend and a dude with a baseball bat for a cock. Yeah, I guess I am a little sore about that. Dear Spelvita Chastity Belts, I found a good one I can put on layaway. You gotta promise me. 
You gotta promise me, Barfield, that you will never fuck Velveeta as long as you live. I am focused on the training. Now, just hear me out. Like, I, this dream was very vivid. Yeah, I don't need your life story, Barfield. Alright, well, I didn't know that about your father. My father's a piece of shit, too. I, I heard your last episode. It's not what happens to me. It's how I react. Well, if... I see Velveeta getting fucked by a guy. I'm gonna kill that guy. I know she's not my property, but my heart wants what the heart wants. Damn it. God. Yeah, well, God, how do you do that? I do. I rub one out all the time. I know I have to learn how to control myself. That's easy to say because you're a pigeon. Do you even have a sex drive? I don't see what you do in your spare time. Seriously, how many magic little weird pigeon children have you had? I wonder if they'll all be killing machines like you. Goddamn, you could build your own little super pigeon army. All right, shit. Well, train me how to be a slayer before you become king of the pigeons. Yeah, King of Marnia. Jesus. Hold down. All right, come on. Not so hard. All right, Jesus. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. You win. I think you might be letting this pigeon of destiny thing go too far, Barfield. I will not shut my face, heinous. All right, so that's our first story for today. Next week, we're going to bring back some things like black sheep and, of course, ambling through religious history. We might actually do ambling through human history and stop picking on those Christians. Yeah, you filthy, dirty, shitty atheist. I'm also pretty stinky. I definitely noticed that. Inside My Mind will be returning soon. We've got another episode of Manhunt in the pipe. Terrible. And there's plenty of other bullfuckery headed your way. Scatcast fights. Violent dumb. There's a superhero series on its way. Comic book dumb. Yeah, it'll still be violent, though. Gratuitous. Well, it's cartoons for your earballs, so it's really up to you. You know people are filling in the blanks pretty hard. Yeah, I try and read everything that comes in. Info at scatcast.com. We appreciate every single one of you guys that reach out. Except for you. No, especially you. Alright, The Adventures of Gunner Halifax continues. And this week, as always, we had two titles for it. We had our working Ugh. title, The Zombie Ghost Ship Something. Terrible. And then our title that we went with, Rise of the Clone Zombie Ghost Ship Something. We're not good at this. No, you're not. Gunner Halifax theme song and gay. He's Gunner Halifax. He's gone beyond the moon, it's true. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the world from a different kind of view from He's you. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the pyramids on Mars. He's Gunner Halifax. He's flown his spaceship really far. He's Gunner Halifax. He is a secret space cadet. He's Gunner Halifax. He hasn't found an alien he wouldn't make out with. Gunner Halifax. He isn't actually very smart. He's Gunner Halifax. But his crew is great. His wig is tight and so's his heart. He's making Earth some brand new friends. When the hell will the theme song for this guy ever end? This is The Adventures of Gunner Halifax. And everything you hear is true. How you doing there, Dr. Schmuggy? Hey, Captain. <coughs> well, Dr. Schmuggy, you look terrible like you normally do, but then, like, way worse. I ate a lot of those Klingon guards, Captain. Now, we appreciate you getting us out of there, though, buddy. I think I ate too many Klingons, though. No, we watched a medical video about your species on the internet, and you should be, you know, maybe okay. Uh, no, Captain. No? The little pointy shit on their heads. Yeah, the Klingon spiky things. Uh, those tear up my stomachs pretty good. Well, during the escape, I saw you spit out a lot of heads. Uh, I did, but they also have spiky things around their asses. Well, I did not know that about Klingons. Uh, so it tastes like shit. Right. Well, if you die, I'm hosing out your bedroom and I'm selling all the shit in your lab. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. And is that the proximity alert? <laughs> yes, it is. God damn it. What is it, Lieutenant Bambi? Yeah, we've reached the coordinates that you've had us go to and there's a ship here. Oh, that's weird. All right, I'll be right there. Now turn that fucking yeah, alarm I, off. I did, I just did. Right, and have Slev put some coffee on. Yeah, all right. Captain's Diary, Stardate, uh, 
June with the things. Captain, this ship is not returning my hails. Yeah, are the drug dealers that we're supposed to be doing drug deals with are all dead from drug dealing stuff? Yeah, I'll say it this time. What the fuck are you talking about, Slav? I don't know. I imagine we are selling drugs at this point. Well, I resent that. How about this? Listen to my captain's diary. Captain's diary, star date, blah, blah, blah. There is a... What's that? I just finished scanning the ship, and I don't think there's any life forms on it. We can't detect anything. Right, we'll double check that shit. All right. Captain's diary, we're going on board that crippled wayward ship, and we're collecting all the booty inside. Uh, Captain, we are kind of running ship on skeleton crew. Yeah, that's why you guys gotta go. Wait, now I have to go load crates and shit? Yes, you do. And what was that? I just finished running the scan again, and uh, maybe there's a life form on there. I don't know. It's hard to say. Alright, get Scotty McScotsman, Wandamere, and the surviving red shirts together and meet me in the armory. Yes, Captain. You sure I shouldn't turn the robot cougar on and put it on that ship first? Absolutely not. Oh, we got this, Captain. Exactly, Wandamere. It is very efficient. Well, if there is a survivor on the ship, we don't want to kill them. Well, it's easier to take their stuff if they're dead. God damn it, Captain. I'm just saying, what the fuck's that now? Oh, I was just running a scan on the Kelly Blue Book value of the ship. Just when I don't think you get it, Lieutenant Bambi, I see you get it. Yeah, yeah. All right, grab the flex cannons. Who the fuck knows what's going to be on the ship? Zombies? Fucking ghost zombies? You ever see that movie Event Horizon? I don't know what the fuck that was. Let's just be ready. Hey, we got flex cannons, Captain. We'll be ready for anything. Well, that sounds like a line from a movie where a bunch of people are going to die, and probably you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely you. Hey, what the fuck? I'm just standing here. It's always a quiet guy that Xenomorph creeps up on, and bam. I am pilot of ship. Why am I going on zombie ghost hunt? Well, you said we were short-staffed. We're short-staffed. But I am pilot of ship. We don't have a computer. I am the only one that can fly the ship. Yeah, I've been watching you just push buttons. I think I could do it. Captain, you thinking you can do something and you actually doing something, they're very different things. Well, I appreciate that, Lieutenant Confucius. What are you even talking about? I don't know. Bring those bombs and get your space helmets on. Holy shit, it is creepy in here. Yeah, I don't think that I should be on this ship. Quiet, let's just get the gold and get the fuck out of here. Wait, how do you know there's gold on the ship? I mean, let's see if there's gold on the ship and then get that and let's go. Rom, rom, rom. Hey, it's a big ship. We'll want to split up to cover more ground. Yeah, life support says we don't need these helmets. Oh, good, because mine's not working very good and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, can I go back on the ship, please? Will you be quiet, Lieutenant Sidesev? You don't hear these two red shirts complaining? Yeah, they are scared shitless because they know they are going to die, Captain. Right, well, they're still not complaining. Captain's abandoned ghost ship diary. We've split up into two teams to search the ship thoroughly. We're gold team and we've got all the badasses. Scotty McScotsman, our head of security. Hey. Wandamere, our lump of a hired goon. Grum, grum. And Dr. Schmogie here, who's got a fucking lightsaber. Hey, I shouldn't be out of bed, Captain. I don't feel good. Yeah, yeah, we might need you on this one. Kind of. Hey, it's the other team calling, Captain. Right, right. What is it, Copper Team 3? Yeah, there's zero sign of the crew in the med bay mm. or the cargo bay. Right, well, you and Lieutenant Sites have keep looking for the drugs and we'll keep looking for the oh, gold. Okay, well, I think there is more to that, Captain. There always is. Let's keep looking for the money, money. Holy fuck, Slav, look at this. Oh, that is a lot of blood. It's fucking all over this room. Well, at least it's his red blood and not that weird fluorescent acidy blood. You're right, that is somewhat comforting. Yeah. All right, you two red shirts, I'm gonna open this door. Get ready with those blasters. Yes, Lieutenant. Yes, Lieutenant. Oh, fuck, shit, yeah. Well, that's two crew members that have their name written in blood on the walls. Does this mean whatever make all this blood oh. is still running around? Maybe. Hey, Captain, you fuck ass. Yeah, what is it, Lieutenant Bambi? Well, we didn't find any bodies, but we found a whole fuckload of blood. No, but no bodies. Yeah, Captain, your name is smeared in blood on the walls. Oh, my name's smeared in blood. Is it all glowy and green? No, it's just regular red like human blood. Oh, that's good. I hate dealing with that acidy shit. Well, that's what we were saying. Whatever. Did you guys find the drugs? Well, I mean, we found a death threat to you written in blood. Right, we'll find the drugs. Our captain sucks. We're 
best ever. All right, you two red shirts, open up that crate of drugs, and we're gonna divvy it up. Yes, sir. Well, the manifest says there should be seven of these, and there's seven of those. That's good. This is a loot box wet dream. Hey, Captain, there's a bit of blood over here. Yeah, what kind of blood? Oh, God. You had to lick it, didn't you? Hey, human blood. Now, you knew that before you licked it, didn't you? Yeah, I could smell it when we got on the ship, uh, but I don't feel good. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're almost done here. Grab a crate. Um, Captain, Dr. Schmoge can barely stand, and he's only three feet tall. Yeah, I'm three and a half feet tall. Yeah, uh, you wish you were. Uh, don't be a little low threat's chode and grab a crate. Uh, Lieutenant Bambi. Yeah, Captain. Now, yeah, did you find the drugs? What's going on? What we are you doing? We did find medical supplies, yeah. Yes, All right, did you find something else? Uh, yes, we certainly did. All right, what is it? What did uh, you find? It's a murder shrine to you. Oh, somebody made me a murder shrine? Yeah, Kevin, they want you to die. Yeah, I think they summoned you here for whatever reason to kill you, maybe. This might be part of a plan to kill you. Right, well, thanks for telling me right yeah, away. We're just now figuring this out. Yeah, yeah, meet me on the bridge of this ship. All right. Then take all the drugs out of your pocket and put them back in the crate, you jackasses. God damn it. All right, you two. Hey, Captain. Rum, rum. You guys push the hover lifts with the crates on it. Nice. Dr. Schmoggy. <laughs> He's getting... I see you struggling with one crate. Do you think you could grab two? <laughs> All right, well, I didn't expect to see this here. That's like 25 dead bodies piled up here on the bridge. It looks like they've been skins to lives. Captain, are these red shirts? I don't know. This is our logo. Well, it's not quite our logo. If you'll yep. see there, they've actually drawn a little cross out through yep. it, so it's like that little red Ghostbusters cross out thing over our logo. That's our fucking logo. Right, well, they're kind of anti me. Captain, are these all former red shirts from our ship? I mean, stuff's possible. Captain, you know? what do you know about this? Well, I know that a few of the red shirts that I've cloned have not been happy about the way I've treated them. Yeah, to say the least. And when I was selling their organs so I could gamble. Oh my god, that's evil. Yeah, well, a few of them might have escaped and started an underground kill Gunner Halifax revolution kind of thing. What? I mean, I don't know. They're bounty hunters or something, but I'm the only bounty. So you knew about this? Oh yeah, I have tracking devices in all the clones. What? Wait, 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 oh yeah, you red shirts, you're clones, and I have tracking devices in you, so don't run away. God damn it, Captain. Now, I knew they acquired this ship and they had a substantial amount of gold, and then what? I heard that maybe something happened to them, and I was like, oh fuck, I might as well collect the gold and see what's going on. So you knew we were coming to a ship full of dead clones that you made. Yes. That started a hate group centered around you. Yes. But were somehow killed. Right. But you don't know by what. Probably aliens or something, I don't know. And so you came to loot their bodies. Yeah, something like that. That seems really super evil. Yeah, ain't I a stinker? Like super evil. Well, Captain, I found something over here. What is it? Well, I think this is the clone that went crazy and killed all these other clones. Oh shit, he does look like he killed all the other clones. Well, I think this was ambush for you, but he died. Yeah, the clones are pretty stupid. I, I'm sure he ran out of food or something stupid. Sometimes their hearts just explode, because cloning is difficult. Wait, what? Uh -huh. Captain's diary. Might be a Tuesday in May. I guess Dr. Schmogie died and had to shit a new version of himself out. It was very strange. That was fucking strange. Also, those two red shirts died. Shit. Long story short, there was a second clone on the ship that went bantha ship crazy, tried to kill us, and killed the red shirts. Yeah, we have no working computer and we have only officers. Yeah, I'll get on yeah, that. No more clones, please. Yeah, you'd think this anti me militia would teach me a lesson or something. Yeah, you would be hoping so. Yeah, it's not gonna. You were a psycho, Captain. Yeah, who are the clones actually cloned after, anyway? Well, it's just a base model that comes with the clone goo. I don't know, Steve is his name, probably. Well, you drug us here knowing that it was very very dangerous, mm -hmm. and he didn't tell us shit. Yeah, and everything turned out fine. Except for two guys died. Yeah, two guys from a tube died. Well, we did find a whole bunch of gold credit and drugs and weapons. These guys were armed to the teeth. They really wanted to kill me dead. Yeah, I have a feeling this won't be the last group like this. What the hell's that? Oh, again, it's a proximity alert. Yeah, way out here, we got a ship. That's not good. Yeah, it is hailing us. Right, well, turn the goddamn alarm off. All right, and put them up on the wave monitor. All right, there you go. Right, can you hear me? Yes. This is Captain Gunner Halifax of the Starship USS Sea Spade. No, you forgot an S. There's too many S's. Identify yourself and tell me what you want. Yeah, I'm Brother Jedediah. Watchtower from the Watchtower Society. Uh, your space Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, I just wanted to come over and talk about the end of the universe. Lieutenant Saitsev? Yes, Captain. Fire four ton torpedo tubes one and two. We've been photon torpedoes? Fire the ton ton torpedoes. I don't care. Just shoot at those cuts. Oh, oh, that's unnecessary. Yeah, but we're rich again now. We can kind of do whatever we want. Yeah, until you gamble it all away. Fuck yeah. Next stop, Las Venus. Do you really want me to shoot them? Yeah, fire a warning shot or something. I don't know. Yeah, yes, Captain. Are you fucking serious? You just shot at a goddamn. Oh my oh, god. Damn. Oh.
Oh my god. Oh, nice shit. morning. Whoops. You blew them fucking up. Were those nukes? Yeah, my bad. Well, that's coming out of your paycheck. Blow it. He's Gunner Halifax. He's gone beyond the moon, it's true. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the world from a different kind of view from He's you. He's Gunner Halifax. He's seen the pyramids on Mars. He's Gunner Halifax. He's flown his spaceship really far. Oh, yeah, put their schmackner in your hickam. Yeah. Captain, you have no idea how sorry yeah. I am to interrupt you while you're watching porn, yeah, but well, goddammit, their Jehovah's Witnesses are back. Yeah, well, tell them to come back in like five minutes. Yeah, well, they brought like five warships. I forgot they have some money, don't they? Yeah, they're pretty big warships. I never trust people whose churches under spaceships don't have windows. Right, well, I don't know about windows, but they sure as fuck got cannons. Well, I'll see if our Dr. Schmogie's up for eating some Jehovah's. Gunner Alabak. And so our second of three skit-scat features today is over. Thank God. It could be that, or the passage of time. What? Maybe God is the passage of time. What are you talking about? I'm Batman. What? There were six of them. They jumped over the fence and there was mud everywhere. What? We put a lot of long, fun hours here in at Scatcast, and sometimes my mechanical mind meat, you know, it malfunctions. Yeah, it seems like it. Well, I got all sorts of circuits sparking tonight. Fair. All right, well, I hope we did this justice. I doubt it. Yeah, you probably sucked at it. But this is a very special presentation. Our cast all came together and tried to make something fun for you. I did not enjoy it. You're in it, Steve. I do this for the money, Zach. Patreon forward slash scatcast.com. Pay me for the dumb. This is the Scatcast Nurse Fairy Rhymes special presentation of The Velveteen Rabbit. You can still turn it off. Sleep, sleep, little baby. Sleep, little baby, you sleep. Scatcast is here to harvest your fears and show you the horrors of life. It's Scatcast Nursery Rhymes. <laughs> really fairy tales, but whatever. Welcome back to Scatcast Nurse Fairy Rhymes, the series where we put words like fucking cunt in children's stories, mainly because we're fucking cunts. This time we put curse words in a story called the Velveteen Rabbit. Is it funny? We don't know. Is it good? Probably not. Do we say fuck a lot? Oh yeah. Once upon a time, there was a Velveteen Rabbit. Yep. Hello. So basically a toy rabbit. There's a story about toys. Yep. And when the Velveteen Rabbit first came into the world, he was a pretty badass toy. His soft fur was brown and white. Kind of looked like that proverbial bear in the woods got a hold of it. Wait, what? bear shit in the forest? Yeah, it kind of looks like it does. What the fuck are you talking about? You look like nature's toilet paper, but let's move oh, on. Okay. One Christmas morning, the Velveteen Rabbit was put into a stocking as a gift. Oh, wow. And the boy who received the Velveteen Rabbit loved it for about two hours. This is cool and all, but I did ask for video games. The boy said as they started to unwrap the good press. Please, 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 video games, video games. And with yeah. all the excitement, the Velveteen Rabbit was forgotten. Oh. For a long time, the Velveteen Rabbit lived in a toy cupboard. Now, oh, roommates, hello. As he looked around at all the toys, he thought to himself, now, all these other toys have gears and microchips. I think I might suck. And the other toys let him know he did suck. You're full of sawdust, dipshit. A bakugan that turned into a dragon said, Oh my god, he doesn't even have any movable parts, said the kung fu grip G.I. Joe. You don't even have a slot for batteries, bro. The baby monitor said, not knowing it wasn't a toy. Well, if I think I'm a piece of shit and everyone else says I'm a piece of shit, I must be a piece of shit. And the Velveteen Rabbit was sad, and he sat wishing he had kung fu grip or that batteries could be shoved in him. Well, this situation totally sucks. In fact, out of all the things in the little boy's nursery, only one thing was nice to him. Hey, kid, come here. It was a super old rocking horse they creepily called the skin horse. Yeah, don't listen to those dumb cunts. They're just dumb cunts. The old toy said as sawdust came out of its mouth. I've been in this nursery longer than anyone, and I've seen a whole shit parade of mechanical toys come through here. He said as one of his plastic eyes fell off. God damn it, those chitrin rode me hard. But the old skin horse didn't care, because he knew something that the other toys didn't know. You gotta understand something, kid. Yeah. Nursery magic is goofy. He said as the last few hairs of his tail fell out. Those other toys are just toys, but you've got something else. What do you mean? Well, one day you could become real. He said as one of his ears fell off. Max, what does real mean? Like having batteries and shit? 
yet. No, no. Real is not how you're made. It's a thing that happens to you. Wait, are you trying to sell me on some sort of religion? No, shut up. Man. When a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, man. but really loves you, okay. then you become real. Well, how come I can be real but not the other toys? Because nobody's going to love a Bakugan deeply. Well, that one transforms into a centipede. Look just at... know you can be real one day. All right. Well, does it hurt? Oh, fuck yeah. Kids are dicks. Yeah. But when you're real, you don't mind being hurt. All right. Well, can I get this process of being real going? Well, is it something that happens overnight? Do I watch a YouTube video? No, no. It doesn't happen all at once. You become real. No. It takes a long time. Oh, damn it. This is a religion. No, it's not. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen to these kind of toys. Because, hey. you know, they got sharp edges and they break all the time. Screw and you. No one's ever cuddled with a Bakugan and you know it. No. That's sad. By the time you become real, all your shit's fucked up. Mm. Shit falls off. Well, paint wears out. But none of that matters at all because once you're real, you can't be ugly. Yeah. Except to people who don't understand. Well, I bet you think you're real, huh? And immediately the rabbit said to himself, Oh, shit, that was a dick thing to say. He's the only one that's nice to me here. But the skin horse only smiled. But since most of his plastic teeth had fallen out, he looked creepy and methy. Yikes. The boy's uncle made me real. Now, is this one of those religions? No, you dirty fuck. That child and I had many great adventures together. Now, this still doesn't sound good. Whatever. Once you become real, you can't become unreal no. again. It lasts forever. All Shut right. the fuck I'm, up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, the kid doesn't even play with me, so I don't think I'm going to be getting real anytime soon. But now that he knew the idea of becoming real, he thought about it a lot. Being real would be fucking tight. He wanted to know what it would feel like and to be able to rub it into a Bakugan's face. Fucking assholes. But he didn't like the idea of growing shabby and losing his eyes and shit. I really don't want all my shit falling off. That's gonna suck. So he spent most of the time in the toy cupboard avoiding the other toys and having a bit of an existential crisis. What the hell is Velveteen anyway? And life moved on. Now in this nursery there was a person named Nana who ruled everything. Why is it so messy in here? She would often clean up the toys roughly, throwing them into the cupboard. I wanna go watch Netflix. She called this tidying up, but the toys hated it. Toys like Bakugans would often break and they'd be thrown away. But the Velveteen Rabbit didn't give a shit because he landed soft every time. I guess having internal organs made of wood chippings is good for something. One evening when the boy was going to bed, he couldn't find his normal stuffed teddy bear that he slept with. Nana, Nana, I can't find teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, I got other stuff going on. Nana said as she just opened the cupboard and reached for something soft. Yeah, take this fucking bunny rabbit, he'll do. She said dragging the rabbit out by one ear and putting him in the boy's arms. This isn't teddy bear. Yeah, whatever. And for that night, and for many nights after, the Velveteen Rabbit slept in the boy's bed. At first, the rabbit found it rather uncomfortable. Kids are indeed assholes, and the boy choked the fuck out of him. Just choked his ass all the time. And the boy chewed on his nose a little bit when he was sleeping. It was gross. You're gnawing. My, you're, you're gnawing. Ow. Oftentimes, he would be rolled over on or put under a pillow, and he wouldn't be able to breathe. Little boy, wake up. Wake up. Please wake up. That's worse. I'm dying. I'm dying. He also missed those long conversations in card games with the skin horse. But soon, he grew to like it very much because the boy started to talk to him. You're my best bud, Velveteen Rabbit. You're my best bud, too, boy whose name I don't know. And for a long time, the two were inseparable. Wherever the boy went, the bunny went too. And when the boy went to sleep, the rabbit would snuggle down close under his warm chin and dream. Dream of one day becoming real. One day I could become real. Oh my god, the kid's rolling over again. And as time went on, the little rabbit was very happy. Besides all the biting, choking, and smothering, this is a life. He was so happy, in fact, he never noticed how his beautiful velveteen fur was getting shabbier and shabbier. I'm looking great. And his tail was coming unsound. Well, that's just from all the hugs. And all the pink rubbed off his nose where the boy had kind of just chewed and chewed. Okay, well, that's pretty fucked up. But the boy didn't care. That bunny rabbit was his best bud. And when spring came, they had long days together in the garden. When the boy did chores, so did the bunny. Hey, little boy, I don't want to alarm you, but that neighbor dog's looking at me funny. Nice, Cujo. And one time, when the boy was called away suddenly to go out to tea, the rabbit was accidentally left out on the lawn until long after dusk. Hello. And Nana had to go look for him. That irresponsible little puke, I'm looking for a stupid fucking... And Nana looked until she found it because she knew the boy couldn't sleep without it. There, here's your fucking rabbit. She said, hurling it at the boy. Thanks, the boy squeezed the rabbit hard despite it being soaking wet. Oh, that's a weird sensation. I don't like that. All that fast fit toy, you got hundreds
the toys. Nana said with extra stink in her eye. You're wrong, Nana. The boy sat up with his moistened bunny and said, He's not a toy, he's real. And when the little bunny heard that, he was happy. I'll be damned. And now he knew that the skin horse's weird religion was maybe true. Uh, still creepy, though. The nursery magic had happened to him. I have been transformed. He was no longer a toy. The boy had said so. He was real. I don't feel any different. That night he was almost too happy to sleep, and so much love stirred in his little sawdust heart that one of his seams started to fray. Now that's not good, but he was all like, fuck it, I'm real, it doesn't matter. And shit was good. What a wonderful summer they had together. The boy taught the rabbit which were the prettiest flowers to pick. That one. Yeah, I think that's Poison Ivy, kid. And the rabbit taught the boy how to do street graffiti art. I learned this from one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle dolls. And everywhere the boy went, he went out of his way to make the rabbit comfortable. Even rocking a fanny pack with the rabbit right in the front. I definitely prefer it to being carried around by my ears. And one evening, while the rabbit was lying on the grass alone, watching the ants run to and fro between his velvet paws, he saw two strange beings creep out of the tall bracken near him. A bracken is a fern, by the way, I had to look that shit up. Goddamn, I hope that's not the neighbor dog creeping. These creatures were rabbits like himself, but quite furry and brand new looking. Holy shit, I am super cute. Oh, look at me, I'm fucking cute as fuck. The rabbits boasted, but they did appear to be very well made. Wow, you can't even see their seams. Oh, but I can still see the slot where the battery goes. Say, why are you staring at my butthole like that, buddy? Yeah, who the fuck are you? I'm a rabbit like you guys. But since he was a toy and didn't go to like rabbit school and shit. He didn't know that real rabbits existed, so you know. This must be some kind of new rabbit. He thought like a dummy. You say you're a rabbit, huh? Uh, of course I am. You look funny. Um, I appreciate that. Why don't you get up and play with us? One of them asked. Yeah, I don't really feel like it, said the rabbit, because he wasn't in the mood to explain he didn't have gears like these other weird rabbits did. What do you mean you don't feel like it? This is what rabbits do. We jump around. What are you thinking? The other rabbit said, jumping around like a dumbass. I just don't feel like it. Oh yeah, I don't believe you can. Oh, I can totally jump around. I can fucking jump up and jump up and get down. But he was actually thinking about when the boy would throw him up and down and make him dance like with his hands and shit. But he didn't want to say so because, you know, peer pressure and Whatever. stuff. Prove you're a rabbit and show us what your hind legs can do. Give us a hop. Yeah, let's see a hop. But that was a terrible thing for the Velveteen Rabbit because he didn't even have hind legs. He was sewn as a single piece, like a pin cushion. Oh shit, if I don't move, maybe they won't notice that I don't have back legs. He thought to himself as attention mounted. Come on, give us a hop. Then what's the problem, dork? I just don't want to. But rabbits have very sharp eyes. And one of them stretched his neck out and looked. Holy shit, look at this guy's weird ass. Oh wow, that is a weird ass. Hey. Why aren't you a fancy rabbit with a weird ass. And no legs. And they began to laugh. I don't have a weird ass. I have hind legs. I'm sitting on them. Whatever. Then stretch out your legs and show me like I do here. Like, yeah. look at me. Look at my look legs. My legs. No, my legs first. No, look mine. at mine. Things got real heated between the two real rabbits. Then they had a dance battle and then they had sex or something. Oh, God. And the Velveteen Rabbit was stuck there just watching bunny rabbits sex. <laughs> and after that, the bunny rabbits came back and started right back in on making fun of his legs and ass. Oh. And again, the Velveteen Rabbit was feeling bad for himself. Wow, I wish I could dance and fornicate like that. But then one of them real rabbits got real curious and got in close. Hey, but you're not even a real creature. You're a goddamn toy. He said as his ears went down. This guy's a fucking toy. He's not even a real rabbit. I am too real. The boy said so. Nope, he not said real. I'm real. And the velveteen rabbit almost started to cry. But just then the sound of the boy's footsteps ran past them. Oh, fuck that shit. Oh, and in a flash of white tails, the two strange rabbits disappeared. Wait, come back and do that sex thing again. That was cool. And I'm totally real. But there was no answer. Oh, Only it. the little ants ran to and fro. Man. And the velveteen rabbit was all alone. Oh, fuck. Has anybody seen the neighbor dog? No, shit, fuck, no, put me down, put me down, you fucker. Nana eventually pried the boy's favorite toy out of the dog's mouth, and the boy still loved it the same, and the rabbit still wondered if he was real or not, or if those mechanical rabbits were the real experts on what really real was. What the fuck is Velveteen, seriously? Many weeks passed, and the little rabbit grew very old and shabby, and the boy continued to love him just as much. You're my best bud, Velveteen Rabbit. Um, I still don't know your name, so. That boy loved that rabbit so hard, all his whiskers had fallen off. Yikes. The pink lining in his ears had turned to gray, ah. and the brown spots had faded. 
faded. Shit. He even started to lose his shape and not look like a rabbit at all. I should probably get a treadmill. The rabbit looked like shit. Well, I'm not in my prime, but you know. But the boy didn't care. Nice. And that's all that the rabbit cared about. I don't care what anyone thinks. He said knowing that the nursery magic had made him real. Fuck yeah. And that made him better than I'm you. Better than a fucking pack of gun, I'll tell you but that. then one day, the boy whose name we don't know got sick. Come here, rabbit. <laughs> right on me. Okay, just on me then. The child was very sick with one of them old-timey things. Come here, bunny. No, no fuck. Oh, yeah. His little body got so hot that it burned the rabbit when he felt him close. Now they're sweating and puking added to the choking and crushing. But the rabbit cared for the boy, yeah. and he didn't care for the strange people that came and went in the nursery. He's, how are you doing, little boy? Hey, back up, bub. There were doctors and nurses and shit, but the rabbit was like, nah, dog. But in the bed next to the boy, the velveteen rabbit stayed. For a long, weary time, the boy was too ill to play. Now, will you at least turn on a movie? This is getting really boring. And while the rabbit found it rather dull with nothing to do, Fuck. he snuggled down patiently and looked uh. forward to the time that the boy and he could play. We're gonna do all the cool shit. Then one morning, the boy did get better, and there was a trip planned for the boy to the seaside. I can't wait to go. But the doctor was doing his final checkup and said, hey, You need to get rid of all this shit in his bedroom. <laughs> Burn all that shit. The doctor said, pointing to all the blankets and toys and pillows and clothes. What about that old nasty bunny baby? Oh, that's not good. Yeah, that is gross. It looks like someone shit on it. There's probably some poopies on there, yeah. Burn that the most. And the velveteen rabbit was like, oh, This isn't good. He said, Boy, whose name I don't know. I need the boy whose name I don't know. God damn it, help. Pay attention to me. He shouted, I'm fucked. And Nana threw him in a bag full of other shit. Yeah. And threw it out by the trash for her to burn later. I'll burn that after I watch my stories. That night, the boy slept in a different bedroom and he had a new bunny to sleep with him. It was a state of the art robo bunny that connected to his phone. I love you, robo bunny. I am programmed to reciprocate your love. Yay. Warning. Must kill human. Must kill human. Uh oh. And just like that, that little boy didn't give a fuck about the velveteen rabbit. Oh, that's nice. Now alone in a garbage sack waiting to be burned. Ah. The bunny was feeling kind of scared and lonely. This sucks, donkey chode. He was able to slip his head outside the bag and look around, and he knew he was fucked. I am severely fucked. A couple of ants ran over his paws, and he wondered, What's the point of being real if it ends like this? And he thought back to the skin horse and his weird religion. I should have never listened to that dumbass. And a real tear fell out his little button eye. Fuck horses. And the tear slid down and hit the ground. And then a strange thing happened. For where the tear had fallen, a flower grew out of the ground. A mysterious flower, not at all like any that grew in the garden. Okay, well that's weird. But then I guess so's a stuffed animal having a real tear. Nursery magic. Right. The beautiful flower had green leaves the color of emeralds, and in the center of the leaves a blossom like a golden cup. I don't remember taking drugs. The flower was so beautiful that the little rabbit forgot to cry. Pretty. And just lay there watching it. I think this must be tripping balls. And as the blossom opened, out of it came a fairy. Holy shit, a giant person just came out of a flower. Oh. He said as she was quite the loveliest fairy in the whole world. Wow. I know, right? Check it out. I've got a pearl and dew drop dress. Very nice. Come here, you little kitty. Oh. She said, reaching down and kissing him on his nose. Little rabbit, do you know who I am? I'm pretty sure there's something in this bag that I shouldn't be around and I'm hallucinating, but no, not really. I am the nursery magic fairy. She said, bringing her wand out like a lightsaber. I take care of all the playthings that children have loved. Okay. When they're old and worn out and children don't need them anymore, yeah. then I come and take them away with me to turn them into real. Now, I've heard that before. Excuse me? Now, wasn't I real before? Oh, no, you were real inside the boy's head like a delusion. Goddamn that skin horse. But because he loved you, yeah. now you shall be real to everyone. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Thank you, skin horse. And she held the little rabbit close in her arms and flew him into the woods. <laughs> and he plopped him down next to a couple of rabbits. I brought you a new play, fellow, you little bastards. No, okay, here we go. Right. Be nice to him, you cunts. You gotta teach him all about rabbit land. Right, yeah, rabbit uh, land. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm serious, he's gonna live with you forever and ever. Thump, yeah, great, thanks. Yeah, thanks for conferring with us beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah. it. Fucking nursery fairy. So inconsiderate. And before the fairy left, she kissed a rabbit again and put him down on the grass. Run and play, you little fucking scamp, she said. Uh, well. The rabbit sat still for a moment because he was like, I've never had back legs. Yeah. And he didn't know that when the fairy kissed him, a whole bunch of magic shit happened. Hey, jackass, I gave you legs. You're a real bunny now. Go do bunny things. And the bunny oh, did, immediately right. having sex with them other two bunnies. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, this right would there, be awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a real rabbit at last and at home with other rabbits. Yeah, let's do that.
that sex thing again. Oh, yeah. And months went by. And the Velveteen Rabbit loved being a real rabbit. God damn, this is sweet. And one day he found himself near the home that he used to live in. Hey, that's that boy that threw me away. And the boy saw him and said, damn, that looks like that old bunny rabbit toy I used to have and throw up on. Yeah, hey. And it was awkward for both of them. Yeah, pretty awkward. The end. I hope all you old ass chitrons enjoyed this Velveteen Rabbit story. It was longer than normal, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it through. Now let's figure out what the morals of the story were. Was it A, never trust a chitron, B, keep your eye on a lady named Nana, or see you next week. Bye. And that, my friends, is Scatcast number 21. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, not even a little. We'll be back next Tuesday with more of this crazy Skitscat shit chat. Terrible. But, but since we got this far, I thought I'd talk to you guys a little bit about, you know, my view on the world. Uh-huh. I want you to think about human society, whatever that might be. It's just a bunch of individuals as a sandwich. Can I go home now? It's a real simple analogy. Uh. You know, the things that make human society possible are uh. mutually beneficial voluntary transactions. Uh. And those are entrepreneurs and workers. Those are small businesses uh. and large businesses, industries and cottage industries, you know, the fucking bread. It's the bread. Okay. But our sandwiches aren't always good with just bread. Yeah, get to the point. Well, you add some cheese. And maybe that's college students and, and trade school people. They're the cheese? It can be a variety of different cheeses. Oh, God, you're a cheese. Let me get some meat on there. Maybe that's artists and fucking writers and journalists, like if they exist still. Maybe people that do charity work. That's a bunch of meat. There's a bunch of meat on this sandwich. Okay. And then we got some vegetables. We probably don't like the taste as much, but we know they're good for us, so we put them some scientists. That's what scientists are. That's what, what? teachers are. That's what people huh? that tell us the truth are and that we don't always like. What? It makes it better. It's the veggies or the scientists. Okay. And then there's lots of different sauces you can put on this delicious sandwich that we've built. Ugh. You know, maybe mayonnaise is people that just want to play video games every day. I fucking get that. And that makes it an interesting flavor. And there's a lot of them. What? People don't realize just how many people would rather just hang out and play video yeah. games. Can I go home and play video games? If enough people go to Patreon forward slash scatcast.com this year, I will give you a day off one day. Ugh. You're taking away from my sandwich, Steve. Your sandwich is ignorant and full of fallacies, Zach. Probably, but we're on the sauce. We're on the sauce, oh, baby. Yeah. There's so many different flavors. Religion can be a sauce. All these different ideals can be sauce. Okay. You know, and even criminals belong in our society in some way, and so you know, they belong on our sandwich. And I picture them as crunched up, you know, chips. Most people don't want a lot of chips on their sandwich, but, you know, a lot of people embrace them. They're kind of like croutons. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about society. Is this delicious sandwich? Look at the sandwich that we've built. All of you want to eat this sandwich, except for, you know, some of you. Not everybody wants to eat the sandwich, but most of us want to eat the sandwich. Look at society. Working together, delicious. Okay, get to the point. Well, in this naturally cooperative endeavor that is this sandwich that's going to hit our taste buds just right, we have to add the element of government. Oh, here we go. And government's a kind of condiment, too. But it's not a spread or a sauce. The best way to think about it is, say, you're at a festival. What? And imagine your sandwich in your hand as you're walking around the festival. Right. And then you go up to a porta potty and you dunk that sandwich directly in the hole of that porta potty. Dude. And now your sandwich has been bureaucratized, baptized in government. And there's different porta potty shit sauces for different kinds of government. <laughs> Holy shit. But you know, a lot of times we get what we deserve. So enjoy your sandwich, world. Ugh. And if you want to take up the challenge of changing my mind for some reason about how I look at the world, being a delicious sandwich that's dipped in the bucket of shit that is government, I'm always open to it. But I will warn you, I've spent so much of my dumb time reading a bunch of dumb books about dumb government that it will be hard for me to hear something new. Dumb. But there always is. And I'm always thankful to those people that challenge my dumb brain because, you know, I am a dumb fire monkey. Right, dumber than most. Well, we are just fire apes living on a rock, having a ride around the sun in the vacuum of space. Well, if I don't get my kids to school on time tomorrow, all of that shit will fucking blow up. I know. I said all that government shit just to kind of give you some perspective of my dumb brain as I share with you another new track from our upcoming batch of songs. I don't even know. Do people make albums anymore? Mm. This is from my band, Sovereign Citizen and the Nonprofits, a whole bunch of excellent musicians 
come together and we do this crazy shit. And I like to call this kind of song a soft, heavy song. Dumb. Inside Scoopers and Scat Cats, you guys already know all about this song. It's called We Are Alive, and nobody's ever heard it outside the litter box, so I thought I'd share it. But I do want to first say thank you to Mrs. Scriptkeeper who makes all of this happen for me and all the producers in my life. The Owl Guy, the Chiss, the Bodie, and the Flying Super Gatch, Smurfy, and Eric the Hairless, aka Superbrain. And so many of you regular listeners, you scooper troopers have sent in ideas for this show. It's been fantastic. We try and implement all the ones that we can. Yeah, stop doing that. I want to acknowledge all the folks in the shitbox. Our shitbox wizard is in there hanging out, as are a number of very kick-ass individuals. Also, much respect to the Discord Dookie Slayer. They help us keep the New World Order Illuminati propaganda level at the level that it should be. And we think they're kick-ass. Yeah, you keep saying we, but it's just, you know, voices in your head. Right, right. Well, anything left to say there, Steve? It's been dumb. Right. Well, you can check out the Dipshit Files tomorrow. That's Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I's True Crime and Oddities podcast. It's kind of a scat take at that kind of genre. And then, of course, Thursday, the Dave and Angus show. Which is the genre of dumb. Right. Scatcast.com for more. Scatcast YouTube, blah, blah, blah. You guys know the thing. Right. This is We Are Alive. And we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. So we 